You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. We're talking Minnesota Twins baseball with Twins reporter Rhett Bollinger. Matt Wehmeyer joining Rhett here on Monday, December 14th. It's already mid-December. It's hard to believe. And Rhett, the uh, winter meetings are now behind us, as is the Rule 5 draft. The Twins didn't do a whole heck of a lot. Uh, during their time down in Nashville, they made some some minor moves here and there. Like you said, as we discussed earlier, they laid the groundwork for moves that they could make in the coming weeks. That leads us to what could those moves be? Who are some players they could target? What do you think are the biggest pressing needs for this Twins team right now? I think the biggest pressing need right now is just finding a left-handed reliever. The Twins, you know, kind of are linked to a guy like Tony Sipp, uh, but really in the end of it, really in the running for him. This is a guy that got three years uh, from the Astros to re-sign with them. But the Twins kind of might be more likely to go after a reliever in trade. I saw Jake McGee with the Rays available, but it might take a lot to get him as well. A really good power arm. The Twins would love to get a power arm lefty. He can strike guys out. Um, but we saw the kind of return you get from one of those young cost controlled power arms and, you know, the big trade that the Phillies made, uh, you know, with Ken Giles uh, getting traded for a, a big return from the Astros. So, uh, it's one of those things where the Twins are going to kind of be careful. They don't want to mortgage the future just for a relief help. They also don't want to sign a guy to a three-year deal um, and have him, you know, only, you know, be good in one of those years or something like that and fall off. Because the thing with relievers is it's so volatile. Even really good relievers kind of, you know, have one good year, one bad year a lot of times. Um, so guaranteeing multi-year deals generally never works out too often for relievers. That's why the Twins have never actually even done it in their history. So um, I think they could look at some guys that they're familiar with. Matt Thornton's a name I've heard. Uh, used to pitch with the White Sox, so they're familiar with him. Uh, Neil Cox was with the Twins at the end of last year after a trade with the Brewers. They remain interested on him. So it could be something like that, but at the same time, the Twins really do need strikeouts. So I think they're going to try to trade maybe toward a guy that can strike people out. But at the same time, they're just trying to get a lefty who can get lefties out as well. Um, and as far as, you know, we talked a little bit about outfield help, probably be more of a maybe like a fourth outfielder type. Uh, the Twins have been linked to like a Rajay Davis type. And even that might be a little much. The Twins might be more likely to get a guy uh, on a minor league deal, kind of like they did last year with Shane Robinson. Uh, so those are kind of some of the names I've been hearing so far. But as you know, sometimes things kind of pop up out of nowhere. The Twins might have had some meetings during the winter meetings with teams uh, and found a match that uh, is unreported, obviously. Um, so the Twins are definitely doing their due diligence, trying to find a, a reliever. But definitely right now, I think priority number one remains getting a, a power left-handed arm. Yeah, and to elaborate further on that, uh, on those bullpen needs, you know, you mentioned that it's just not in the Twins' organizational DNA to hand out multi-year big-money contracts to relievers. But given the landscape of baseball right now, I mean, you know, you touched on it briefly. We've seen enormous returns for guys like Craig Kimbrell. They got four top 30 prospects from the Red Sox in that deal. Ken Giles brought back a King's Ransom for the Phillies as he was dealt to the Astros. And given what the what the Royals have done the past two years, uh, riding that dominant bullpen to a pennant and then a World Series this year, you know, could the Twins' attitude be something like, you know, the times they are a-changing and we need to kind of adapt our strategy to really pony up for one of these big, big arms, like you mentioned Jake McGee, who's put up great numbers with Tampa Bay, or do they kind of stick to their guns and, and try, to, try to strengthen their team through other methods? That's a big question. I thought going into the offseason, the Twins might kind of go away from that, you know, old-school mentality of not signing multi-year deals to relievers just because bullpen was such a big need for this team. They do have a little bit of payroll flexibility. Uh, but just kind of having talked to Terry Ryan, it does seem like they're a little bit wary of going, you know, three years or four years for a reliever. We've seen some of these deals. You know, Darren O'Day got four years. We've seen guys coming off, you know, minor league uh, signings like Mark Lowe, and he gets multi-year deals. You know, uh, 
just a lot of guys who were kind of surprising you. Ryan Madsen, you know, last year I think signed for eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and then he gets a three-year deal from the A's. So you're right, just kind of the way it's going right now. I think it's just the market. There's a lot of money in baseball right now, and teams are you know trying to improve their ball clubs and, and signing teams, you know, signing players, even relievers to multi-year deals. So the Twins are going to have to change at some point if they want to get on that because the Twins do know, having played in the same division as the Royals, just how dominant a uh, bullpen they had and how much that led to their success. Um, the Twins, luckily, at least have a good back end of their bullpen. The nice thing is, you know, they already have Kevin Jepsen. They already have Glenn, per- Glenn Perkins. At least they don't need to go, you know, sign a closer or trade for a closer type. They can kind of get a guy that can spot in the seventh or eighth inning. I mean, not to go crazy overboard for a closer type pitcher. Um, but more than anything right now, strikeouts are the biggest thing. This team last year finished last in the majors in strikeouts from the relievers. So I think if they, they can get a lefty to strike guys out, maybe a batter training, that would be preferred. Uh, but like I said, the big thing right now is just what kind of return are they going to need to give to get a reliever like that. All at the same time, though, you know, Wilson with, with the Yankees traded to the Tigers. That seems like a better trade since this is a guy, he's a lefty, he can strike guys out, but also only cost uh, the Tigers only a couple, you know, two kind of average prospects. They can certainly make a deal like that. Um, but I'm curious to see how it kind of turns out here. And uh, right on the offensive side of things, we've talked about the, the team signing of uh, Byung-Ho Park and uh, people excited to see what he can do after putting up uh, monster numbers the last couple of years in uh, the Korean Baseball League. But it has created, or potentially could create, something of a domino effect with that Twins lineup. Uh, we've discussed Miguel Sano uh, likely moving to the outfield. And then you had an article on MLB.com that says that with, PR, with uh, Byung-Ho Park in the mix, it could make Trevor Plouffe, the current third baseman, something of a trade chip. Uh, Paul Molitor has been vocal in saying he wants to keep Plouffe. Is Terry Ryan thinking the same way here, or are they on two different pages with regards to Trevor Plouffe? I think they're on the same page. I thought going into the offseason, it might have made sense for the Twins to trade Trevor Plouffe just because, you know, Miguel Sano is a natural position at third base. And once they signed Park, I thought, okay, well, that makes more sense now. Maybe they'll have Park, you know, kind of fill in there. Uh, you know, a DH, but trade Plouffe and kind of have, you know, the outfield guys, whether it was Aaron Hicks at the time, uh, you know, uh, out in center field with the younger guys like Buxton, Rosario, uh, you know, those type of players, Kepler. Uh, but, you know, kind of getting down to it, though, talking to both, you know, Molitor and Ryan, it seems like they're both pretty adamant about keeping Plouffe. I think the Twins will kind of keep their options open. I think Ryan will listen in on offers. If something kind of blew him away, um, he'd potentially do it. But at the same time, I don't think he wants to do like a one-for-one deal. I, mean, I think the Twins have been kind of linked to Trevor Gott, who was with the Angels. He got traded away for uh, Cabrera. I think the Twins, you know, that deal, though, wouldn't have been that good of a deal for the Twins. They would have got a hard-throwing reliever, but would have lost their everyday third baseman. Um, so I think the Twins just right now believe they can't really afford to lose, lose that. Um, and really, even his defense at third base, he's turned out to be a pretty good defender um, at third base. And there's still question marks on how, hand, or how Sano would handle third base defensively if he was an everyday third baseman. I think in this sense, they know that Plouffe's a solid defender, a solid player at third base. They can move to another outfield. He's still only 23. They believe he's athletic enough. And then Park will be that everyday DH, you know, season time at first base with Maurer. Um, but it's an interesting thing to look at. I think the Twins, it might have made more sense for them to trade Plouffe heading into it, but I think now they've kind of committed to it. Uh, they're ready to have Plouffe be at third end for Sano to make that move to the outfield. Our thanks, as always, to Twins reporter Rhett Bollinger. This is Matt Waymeyer signing off for MLB.com Extras, Minnesota Twins.
MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.